Well, the actual first ever Tutu Peace Lecture was in 1985, and it was a, a lecture given by the Arch, but actually banned by the government, so it ended up not taking place. But in 2011, when it was the Arch's 80th birthday, he had wanted to have the Dalai Lama come to his birthday in South Africa, and the South African government refused a visa to the Dalai Lama. And so what he did instead was he was like, well, we will set up a lecture in which everyone in the world can hear the Dalai Lama speak. Um, so the very first Peace Lecture was in 2011 with the Dalai Lama speaking on all of the issues of oppression and injustice that his people were facing. And then we've hosted one every year since then and really been able to bring an incredible array of wonderful people to the table. So tell me, how long does this lecture last for? Well, so it's an awesome evening. We've got entertainment, we've got a poet, we've got a jazz performance. The actual lecture component is about 30 to 45 minutes and then just a lot of really interesting conversation and something we're doing differently this year. So this year is Mrs. Tutu's 90th birthday. She's just turned 90. So what we've put together is essentially a tribute to her of 90 women's voices and stories about their contribution to the liberation struggle. So we're also going to be celebrating those 90 women and Mrs. Tutu on the night. This is phenomenal. Let's speak about unlocking women's power for peace and prosperity, which is the central theme of this year's Peace Lecture. Yeah, absolutely. So so we're really lucky. This year, the speaker is Melinda French-Gates. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's been a real champion around the world through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for investing in women's power, for really giving women uh, the opportunity to lead in their societies and to take control of their health, to take control of their economic lives. And so we're really looking forward to thinking about how do we get behind women as the powerhouses of transformation in our societies. How do we do that? <laughs> it's so difficult, the situation of women in society. On the one hand, for instance, in South Africa, girls at school do much better than boys and actually stick in school and do better in matric than boys do. But when it comes to the employment rate, women are far less employed than men. And so we see this massive change that happens where women, when they're in control of their own lives, so they can study hard, they can get things done at school, but when they move into the marketplace, suddenly they're less valued um, than men are valued. And we see that in all kinds of different ways. So I think there's a real mindset shift that has to take place at a societal level about how do we back these powerhouses that, that are essentially looking after our families, raising children, working at the same time, hustling as much as they can, can. And that does take a mindset shift to really think about women's power as one of the levers we have to transform our entire society. This is free. Yes. It is open to the public and it's free. It's free. It will be streamed online. It's an opportunity to come together as a community and almost dedicate ourselves to the mission of peace in the world. And so that's really what we're trying to do. And we'd love to have as many members of the public with us as possible.